Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three words and a podcast. I felt like your mother at one point. Gotta get back in the kitchen. Don't need an alert every time there's poop. Some days you have to look yourself in the mirror. Can you tell a rabbi to F off? Oh, let me wipe your boogers. Happy New Year. Happy 2021, everyone. We made it. Who who thought we were going to make it? I didn't think we were going to make it. Well, let's be real. A year ago, we thought that this was no big deal, everything that we were about to go through. So Everybody thought it was no big deal. We weren't the only ones. I, I mean, perhaps we didn't have a, a real understanding at the time of what we were about to embark on as a, as, as a world, right? As a nation, as a world, as a, as a people. Yeah. Um, and I will, <laughs> I, I actually got some of our trends that we said were going to happen in weddings in 2020 at the beginning at this time last year. So that'll be fun to go through this episode and, uh, we don't even hey, have let, a guest me... because there's so much to catch up on because, um, Rob, you basically died and came back to life while we were gone, <laughs> which is why we had like that absurd or abrupt ending to our season. If yeah. You will. <laughs> A little bit, and it and it wasn't COVID. We well, the tests say it wasn't COVID. I'm still not convinced what it was, but uh, yeah, it was. I guess it was shortly after uh, after we, you know, uh, recorded our last podcast. Um, all of a sudden, I have a hundred and three temperature out of the blue that will not go away, and it it went on for ten freaking days, and I'm like. At urgent care, like three times a week, they're doing a COVID test after COVID test. I took five COVID tests, all negative, um, but we couldn't we couldn't shake the, the the fever, and I just felt awful. And I kept checking in every day. Like I felt like your mother at one point, being like, "All right, I need a health update, please." You know, it's funny because you felt like my mother. My mother felt like my mother. My sister felt like my mother. Our big big boss John Ivy felt like my mother. He was calling every day. To just be like, are, are you alive? Uh, do we need to hire somebody else? Are, are you dead? Yeah, he was wondering if he could still give you work or if he needed to rehire. I, in my head, I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? at the Like with the podcast on our first episode, what am I going to say? Am I just going to be like, oh, please, prayers up. I, I mean... I, I never thought you were going to die, but I really thought I was going to have to like talk about how you had cancer or something. Thank God it doesn't look like that at this point. The fever has gone away, but you know, I mean, knock on wood, right? Ugh. And then Hoodie over here too, he's quarantined. Y'all, y'all need to get it together. Uh, yeah, so my dad has COVID. Uh, lovely enough, Mora actually came down for New Year's and we saw him on the 30th. And the 31st, he calls us right before we're about to see our grandparents, my grandparents, which is great. I'm glad. Oh my goodness. Good timing yeah. there. Um, we were like leaving in like 10 minutes. He's like, hey, I wasn't feeling too good. Didn't fall asleep and all that stuff. Been not been feeling like crap the whole time. Uh, he took a, te- a rapid test the next day and it was positive. Um, and so that was for 31st, first. So yeah, I've been on a quarantine. I've had like, sim- I've had, I think I've had symptoms that I think are like, Oh, that's COVID. That's COVID. I think it's just me being like, like sort of how like your mind can sort of dream up symptoms mm-hmm. or something. 
Um, but so far, so good. Just uh, waiting on COVID results now for the normal test to see what happens. Well, good luck. I, I get yeah. the whole making things up in your head thing because mm -hmm. while Rob had the fever, every time I got tired, I'm like, oh my God, I got to take my temperature. Or like, if it's cold, I'm like, oh my God, I have a fever. No, it's just my my air is down to 67 for no reason, or I'm hungover. It's not, it's not an illness. Like we bought a, uh, more of my girlfriend bought a, a thermo a, one of those, like, like the thermometers they use at people. Like when, if you're working at a store, like the, yeah. Yeah. the new ones, I guess. Um, and she, that was like a panic buy as soon as we were like, Oh no, he has COVID. Let's get a thermometer just in case. Well, that was the funniest part too, is because we got one of those as well. And so I first take my temperature and it's like one Oh three. And Mallory and I are like, that can't be real. So I go to urgent care. They take my temperature with a real thermometer and it, it was 103. But um, I, it, it's totally true about making up symptoms. And, and, and by the way, the worst thing anyone can say is, are you having problems breathing? Because even if you're not having problems breathing, in your mind, you immediately start having problems mm -hmm. breathing. You're like, am I, am I breathing heavier than I should be? What, do I, you know, what does it feel like if I'm having problems breathing? I would not have known to go to the hospital. I think because I, w I was just like, I don't know. It feels normal ish. I don't know how you just felt normal ish. I haven't had a fever <clears throat> in years, decades. I don't know. Like, I feel like I would be freaking the bleep out. Well, you don't feel normal when you have the fever. Like when you have that high of a fever, you're, you're a little fuzzy. Like your, your, your mind is foggy and you can't concentrate and you're freezing and then you get the night sweats because the fever breaks and all of a sudden then you got to go change because you're just dripping in sweat. Um, I mean, it, it's not fun. It's, it's, and, and I'm moody to begin with. So you can imagine me with a, with a fever. I don't know. Maybe you were better. Maybe you were kinder. And um, maybe Mal was like being your nurse and being precious. Well, I don't stop. Right. Like that's my, that's my fault is I will not stop. So I, I still try to do everything I would normally do. And it's just like, it, it, you should, you should really just stop yourself. It was really annoying. Cause you were not only on vacation, but you also had a fever. And then you're texting me about work. I'm like, leave me who is working. I'm telling you to leave me the bleep alone. All right. It's going to be handled. <laughs> but, but, but EB too, like, it's not like your family went through the COVID stuff too. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, I feel like this is, we were having this conversation where it's like, I felt like earlier in the year, you knew of people that had COVID. And like now it's so, it's so widespread that you just know people who have COVID. If you don't know multiple people who have had it, I don't know like what bubble you're living in. It's a, it's a miracle bubble. Um, I don't, I, I hate that my dad got it, but luckily somehow it did not spread to my mom. I don't know if we even necessarily talked about this on here, but he got it from his surgeon. He got surgery and he goes back to his post op doc or appointment or whatever. And the doctor's like, yeah, by the way, I had it when I operated on you. Huh? That's a lawsuit. That's, how is that not a lawsuit? Right. And I wondered that too. I mean, if he had been, if my dad had gotten really sick, I'm sure that might've crossed our minds, but I've talked to a lot of people who work in the medical industry and they're also freaked out because if they, see if they have any kind of symptoms and then they go take a test. They're not allowed to go back to work for minimum a week, no matter what the test comes back as. So if they're gone, then that's a load that everybody else around them has to take on. And they're like, I can't be the person who cried wolf and keep taking all these tests for no damn reason. So it's like this back and forth, you know, if somebody's already taken two negative tests that 
they already look like the bad guy. Then on the third time, they're like, I'm probably making it up again. But then it's not negative that time. Well, but the other side of the coin is, okay, I understand that. Like if, if you got a, if you end up with a negative test and you have to take time off and obviously that workload goes on other people. But the other side of the coin is, okay, say the surgeon, um, you know, your, your dad, I'm assuming had a fairly mild case, right. Compared to what it could be. So it's like, this surgeon, I mean, what if it wasn't mild? What if it killed people? Like, what if he operated on several people and, and people died because of it? Like, that's bad. That's really bad. So it's like, if you're not feeling well, I feel like, the, okay, put the work on somebody else. At least you're not hurting anyone. Truth. Do you think, um, do you, I, I never get sick of talking about this stuff. It's not like the election where after a day I was like, I am over it. No, I, every time you get with friends in any way or talk to them, it's like you talk about who has it and what the symptoms are and how you've had maybe symptoms. It never stops. It just keeps going forever. This is, this is why I I can't wait to be an old man. And talk Um, about it again. Because you just, you talk about what's going wrong in your life. You know, oh, my, my hip, my arm, my leg, my you know, my, my blood pressure, med- I, I'll talk to you about my blood pressure medication, like all day long, because I, I don't know why I'm fascinated by it. It's like, why do I need to take this little pill? And why does this little pill uh, all of a sudden make my blood pressure better? I don't know. But you're going to figure it out in a conversation with a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> well, wedding stuff. I had a debate with someone. If you have postponed your wedding, so like my brother and myself, somebody sends you a gift for the original day. Can you open it on the original day or do you have to save it to open on your, when you get married? Ooh, thoughts. you had a debate about this. Yeah. I thought it was like you open it no matter what you open a gift when you get it. I thought that I thought the whole thing with wedding gifts is you just open them when, yeah. When, like when they arrive, you, you can open them. Like, it's not like you're going to sit around and, and guests are going to watch you open your gifts. Like something comes, you open it. You do the, the, the thank you note as soon as you can so it doesn't stack up until after the wedding, right? Okay, so that's another question because I did not, I did open, I only got gifts from one person. My brother got more because they had canceled, you know, just a couple weeks, two weeks or something beforehand. Um, I did not do a thank you n- note because I feel like I'll order fancier ones. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When the wedding happens, so, like, I just send a nice text, and eventually they'll get a card. You know, like, I'm still keeping track, but... My brother was more on the side of don't, you can't really use it until after you're married because it's a wedding gift. Bump that. Like, I want to use my mixing bowls and stuff. (laughs) You got mixing bowls too? Yeah. Oh my God. We got these, we got these amazing bowls. It's like, it's like one of those bowl sets that there's probably 10 of them in there. And they just, you know, they're like, you start with the big bowl and then the little bowl and they're they're great glass bowls. This is oh such God. a wedding, uh, like a wedding thing. We got bowls too. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's so we uh, very we, wedding. We want. Oh, totally. We wanted to write a thank you note because it came from uh, my uh, 
my parents' friends. And so it wasn't something I felt comfortable just sending a text for. So we actually ordered thank you notes so we could write the thank you note. Like we, we used a picture from our engagement uh, shoot and we actually ordered the thank you notes for it. And then as soon as they came, I quickly wrote the thank you note and we put it in the mail. Yeah. And then I'll just send him another one. I, don't, I mean, at this point, it's been two, three months since I opened the gift. So I might as well just wait another nine months. How many, how many times, how many times have you used the gift? Ooh, a lot. Yeah. We also got a sous vide. And if people don't own one or have it on their registry, you need to, because after we used ours, then I got one for my parents, probably going to get one for my granddad. I'm like, this thing is amazing for cooking meat. What? Yeah. What have you made in the sous vide? Cause we have one too. We've used it. I think once. Oh, and I, I know we, but we have the cookbook for it. So we just, we need to do it more. Oh my God. No. Yeah. Cause you can take meat. We we've cooked steak in it. But I think we're going to try chicken this week. Um, but you can take any meat from frozen directly to however you want it cooked. And there's no overcooking it. So the steak, we had all these. I'm not really a huge steak eater or maker. But learning how now, because you just make it to whatever temperature you want and then sear it really quick. And it was so bomb. You don't even have to do anything to it. Yeah, we, we definitely we definitely tried the steak in there. I think that was the only thing we've done. And then you you really do have to sear it at the end. Um, but something we just got that I'm really I didn't know I was going to be excited about until um, until we we did salmon the other night with mm-hmm. it is the uh, the air fryer. That is uh, th- that's great. Yeah, because we, we we so it's we have the instant pot right. And you can get the lid, a lid for the Instant Pot that makes it an air fryer. And it was like, it was awesome. That's one of the things. Ours is a little bit broken, but another thing that you cannot live without. So I'm just still using it while it's broken. <laughs> I feel like, it, you know what this this has kind of turned into, this, this podcast. We never really did a registry edition of the podcast. And this, these are all the things that you, everyone should put on their registry, right? Sous vide, great. Mixing bowls, awesome. Air fryer, have at it. I think we kind of talked about things we wanted, but now that we're starting to get more things, it's like, no, you need to put this on your list if you don't. Like a Roomba. Oh, I don't yeah. have a Roomba, but it's on my list. Oh, you need a Roomba. I know. And JB wanted one for Christmas, and I'm like, can we just leave that? Like, We need to leave it on the registry. We don't need it right now, but we'll need it eventually. Well, how much, but, but so we got one because of the dog, basically the, the dog sheds constantly and especially on, on darker floors, you see it all over the place. So it, it was like, that's why we definitely wanted to get one. But like, I mean, how much, how much cat hair could you have on the floor? We also have a tiny apartment. It's really not that serious. That's yeah. It doesn't, it, it, we, we just don't need it yet. Once we get a bigger place or more animals than we might need it. Are you guys going to get more animals? Um, if I have a say in it, should I yell it louder? What do you want? I don't know. I mean, I can't do anything until slutty cat's gone and I, I'm not really counting down the days. So I don't know. Dogs are hard, man. You got to pick up their poop. It's, it's really hard. Really, really not that bad. Ugh. I don't know. You know what you got to get? 
You know what you got to get? The litter robot. Are you familiar with this? Yeah, a slutty would hate that. Mallory's mom has one, and it is fascinating. First of all, sends you a notification on the phone when your cat poops. Okay, no, I don't. Is, I don't need that. The, the things that you don't need in life. Which is amazing. So it it's, like it's not it, my it, two-year-old it, child who is learning how to be potty trained. I don't need an alert, a sounder every time there's poop in the. Honest, also, cat it, poop smells so bad. Like my cat's poop smells so bad. I don't need a sounder. I will. I will smell it. Okay, well that's fine, but you won't smell it because immediately when the cat gets out of the litter robot, it recycles the litter and takes care of the poop. Does it all by itself. You don't even have to scoop. I don't know, man. It's fascinating. I've watched this thing work before and I'm like, oh, that is cool. <laughs> That's what he did while he was sick. Other people look for good shows. He sits there and watches the litter machine go off. No, I didn't do that while I was sick. I'm just saying I've seen it done before. He does it while he's healthy. It's fine. Yeah. What other, What other? You said uh, families were planning something for you guys that didn't happen? Yeah. Well, my, my parents live in Detroit and we're obviously doing the wedding in Key West. And so we were going to do something in Detroit, like a, a little something, whether it was a shower or, or just something to, to get people together. Cause I also know that I, I don't think a lot of my parents' friends, they're all invited. I just don't know how many are going to want to travel, especially like the, the conversation now, which wasn't the conversation a year ago, obviously, and wasn't the conversation over the summer and wasn't even the conversation in October. Now it's the, I don't think vaccines will be readily available by the time of our wedding for everyone. You know, I mean, certainly certain age groups and, and obviously if you're in the medical field or, or uh, you know, frontline workers and things like that, yeah, yeah, they'll definitely be able to get the vaccine. But for the, for the general public, it may not be by May 1st that you can get the first dose or maybe the second dose or either. Um, so I'm wondering how many of the, how many of like my parents' friends are actually going to feel comfortable traveling. And so we were going to do something in Detroit just that way they could feel like, okay, if I'm not comfortable traveling, we'll still be able to celebrate or whatever. But now because it's so bad in Michigan right now, it's like really bad in Michigan. They don't want to do the get together thing either, which I kind of understand. Right. So we, we got a note basically saying like, we'd love to do it, but we're not really comfortable doing it you know, any sort of showers or things like that, which I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I kind of agree with at this point. Like I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted because we were going to do it in either January or February. It wasn't going to be like right, right around when the wedding is. Were you going to fly up there and possibly contaminate all of them at one time? Or were you just going to be piped in on a video chat? I mean, the original plan was to was to do a little in person thing, um, but again, I mean, like these plans were created when January or February seemed like everything's yeah. going to be fine. So it's all fine. <laughs> that's that's what I love when people are like, "You'll be fine in October." I'm like, "Yeah, okay." Learn that lesson once. We'll see. You know, um, the original rabbi, oh, by the way, I got rabbi drama if you want to know about this now. Oh, wait, wait, um, let's, what, let's say that for next time. We got a, a, a cool tease, you know? Okay, it's rabbi drama. Um, <laughs> but the, the first rabbi that, that we were going to have, um, he, he basically said, look, if your wedding is before 
2022, he goes, I don't know if it's going to happen. And I was like, oh. F off. Well, that's Can you tell a rabbi to scary. F off? You really shouldn't. <laughs> not, it's not one of the things I'd recommend. Well, we all have our things. Okay, wait. So should we hear the rabbi drama next week? I mean, it's, it's completely up to you. I think so. Let's let's uh, let's get the anticipation building. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll hold off on the rabbi drama. Maybe it'll, it'll give me a week to hopefully find a find a solution. Yeah. Okay. And then maybe uh, hoodie will have proposed during quarantine because nothing is sexier than a core a full uh, quarantine probably have coronavirus <laughs> proposal. <laughs> Oh, let me wipe your boogers. Here's the ring right here. <laughs> My Sexy. God. Love it. All right. So I went back and looked at the top 2020 trends uh, for weddings. And they thought that weddings were going to be full of crystals and tarot reading cards and spirituality. <laughs> I don't know that crystals may have been a thing. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. For a second, I, no. They also said it was going to be the year of extra. So everything in weddings, large uh, dresses, extra photo shoots, just like doing the most with your engagements, um, veils being extra long. I mean, maybe people had planned that, but I don't know that it was executed. Yeah, I uh, I think a lot of these trends may have been planned at one point. Um, but I mean... How, how many of them actually could, I, I, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's just funny that it, the main thing was extra. And I think it really became minimalist, minimalist weddings to the max. I mean, yeah, because, you know, if you can't have a lot of people or, you know, then why are you, you going to end up spending all that money on these big elaborate extra things? I don't know. So I think really this year, 2021, may be the only year that you can kind of predict how things are actually going to be in trends wise. Because even if we don't know how many weddings are happening or how big, we at least know precautions people are trying to take and the ways they're doing that. So um, they do think that people will be spending more money on decor this this year than normal because they won't have as many people. I would think it would be the other way around because... If you're going to save money, save money in all the ways, right? Yeah. I mean, look, at, at this point, we, we go back and forth on it, too. I think in the planning process of should we just should we just blow it out or or should we find places to save money? It's like we were reading or Mallory read some article that said the things you should like 
save, save a few hundred dollars and don't do boutonnieres. And I'm like, who cares about the boutonniere? Like, if it's under $500, just add it on. <laughs> that's kind of what I was saying. I'm like, that's their big, like money saving advice is don't do boutonnieres. Okay. We're talking about people who have budgets of like $15,000 or less. Okay. I I don't know. The the boutonnieres, I I was kind of like, yeah, that's, that's not the one that's going to, that's really going to help you. (laughs) Uh, They also say bringing instead of destination weddings, because you can't really have them as much. Um, is bringing the destination to you. So you could, you know, basically bring in a bunch of sand um, to a dock. If you wanted to bring the Key West here, bring some cats for the the house, the hat, the cat house. Um, Hemingway house. Flowers, pit bull music. Um, it's all here. Yeah, it'll feel just like Key West. Yes. Uh, they did say that people are going to spend the most amount of money instead of on, instead of photos this year. The most money will be spent on entertainment for a live band or DJ, but also for things like comedians. What do you guys think about this? Because part of me was like, oh, weird, tacky. But honestly, during dinner, you know, we've been to galas or whatever, and sometimes they have comedians and it's kind of fun to listen to something like that. I, I was just going to say, E.B., you and I have gone to the LLS ball um a couple times and th- their whole thing is there's always a comedian and then the band afterwards and i love the comedian i like i mean uh, they had jeff foxworthy one year they had uh dana carvey um it's like it's like I, that's fun now i think for a, a wedding it's going to be hard to get dana carvey to show up but <laughs> what else is he doing so maybe I mean, you have some coworkers that love to do stand-up comedy. I'm sure they would love to take the stage. And, you know, why not get a full hour-long roast of you and your relationship? Well, we have a a certain coworker who thinks he's going to be speaking, um, thinks he's entitled to the microphone at some point, and and I'm going to have to shut that one down. Is that going to be a rule written in red, underlined, bold, circled for the... Any whoever's in charge of the mic, I, I don't know how it works if you have a band, I guess. Security person. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, it's like, I, I, I think Mallory years ago made some like offhanded remark about, oh yeah, you can give a toast. And mm. Mm. Uh, he took it to heart. He took it to heart. And <laughs> now we're going to, we're going to have to reel that one back in. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Okay. Other ones are instead of asking for you or asking for your guests to give gifts to you, that you'll be asking them to donate to charity. So it'll be about giving rather than receiving, which is cool. I do think people are putting other people first, but at the same time, I do got to help pay back some of this wedding. Yeah. I I mean, I I love the idea of of giving to to a charity instead of having gifts and things like that. On the other hand, I mean, it's like, how else am I going to get an air fryer? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Maybe like some people you can be like, just make a donation, but other people, please give me what I'm asking for. Thank you, Santa. Santa. Sounds right. When it comes to cakes, they said skinny cakes, or uh, this is kind of a cool idea. You have one layer of like your wedding cake, but then layers of macaroons or cookies or something on top. Cool. But then they also said mini individual cakes. I've seen that done before because, you know, you you look at that big cake and it doesn't really get eaten. 
But, you know, the little individual cakes, I could see that, too. I, I don't know if that's a money saver, though, necessarily. Also, isn't it just um, called a cupcake? Like, like, let's not. Weddings trying to be fancy over here. It's it's a cupcake. It's it's a it's a cupcake. Well, I, I, I don't hate the idea of having like a little cake for the bride and groom and, and then a, a table of cupcakes. Tell you what, I discovered Christmas cookies for the first time over the break. And I would be fine with just a table of Christmas okay. cookies. They're All right. Really I know you're Jewish. Uh, okay. But like, what do you mean you just discovered Christmas cookies? What, like a fancy kind of them? <laughs> Everyone's had Christmas cookies before. No. no. So Mallory's mom and grandmother made Christmas cookies and I had never had them. And Mallory brings home a big tin of these things. And oh my God, but again, they're what, so good. To you, what's a Christmas cookie? Because Christmas cookies are, it's a variety of flavors and kinds. Well, there were, there was the gingerbread kind. And then there was like just the, the regular like sugar, sugar kind. And both were delicious. Yeah. Okay. Because like we make these eggnog cookies and obviously chocolate chip yeah. and cranberry cookies on top of gingerbread. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I told Mallory, I'm like, your grandmother's got to get back in the kitchen because we need more of these. Oh, yikes. That probably went over well. I, I think it's a compliment. Love it when a guy says to get back in the kitchen. Favorite thing. Uh, okay, and then when it comes to your guests and trying to keep them safe, this is an interesting idea. We got a debate. Instead of... Having a smaller guest list, you have staggered arrival times. So there's not really a ceremony that everybody is there for. It's kind of one long reception and you have sessions, which could be great. If you have, if you have family members that you know are not, I have family members and friends who should probably not be in the same room together. If I could avoid that. That would be great. Get the family in early, get the friends in there for the party. So in theory, yes, but I'll tell you, there's, there's a thousand ways this goes wrong and it goes wrong because it's getting the people out. That's the problem. It's like, if you like, we were, we recently, like there, there was a restaurant opening. I guess this wasn't recently. It was free COVID come to think of it, but there was a restaurant opening by us we knew the owner and he invited us to like the, you know, the, I don't even know what a tasting or something that he was doing, like a soft opening sort of thing, but it was staggered seating. And I'll tell you what, they could not flip that restaurant quick enough. And we came right at the right time and we waited like an hour. So I, there's a lot of ways this goes wrong. You just got to have somebody who's going to be the boss. And when it's time that literally shovels them out. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't hate it. Also, they a weekday weddings going to happen because people who got engaged last year don't want to wait till 2022. And so many people have postponed into this year. So expect a lot of weddings and uh, restaurant style seating, they say. So instead of having 20 tables with eight people at each table, you're going to have some with four, some with two, some with eight, some with 12 so that you can kind of fit the people together, the safe people, the unsafe, whatever, which is, I think great. It's just a little more complicated in the planning rental side, I guess. Yeah. But it could also look cool and maybe less centerpieces or maybe more. Who knows? Less centerpieces would be great. I I think that's another thing I think you, you end up wasting a lot of money on. 
I completely scratched them in the end. We went through so many options that I was like, you know what? You know what you don't remember when you go to a wedding is a centerpiece ever. You know, I was, I was having that conversation with Mallory about floral yesterday. This was literally yesterday. And cause we were looking through a bunch of different like Instagram stuff and what do you think of this? And what do you think of that? And I, I kind of said, I'm like, I, I don't ever remember the floral at weddings. It's like, and, and maybe that's a guy thing or I, I don't know, but it's not something I actively pay attention to. I think. You might remember if it was a pretty wedding and the flowers might have been a part of that. Added to it. But yeah, it's, yeah I'm not going to remember like, oh, this person had tulips and roses or I mean, that's literally the only two kinds of flowers I know. Daffodils, <laughs> I don't, daisies, <laughs> probably not in wedding bouquets. Gotta, I feel like you got to do a little bit of research there. If, if people go back and listen to the floral episode we did, I had no idea what the bleep I was getting into when I had my first floral meeting. <laughs> And I feel like it's going to happen again whenever I do another meeting. So it's fine. Yeah. That is all of the trends for this year. I don't know how many of, I haven't really changed much of my stuff. So I don't know that I'm jumping in on them yet, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if those, like I really, the trend I really liked was the, the charity, you know, give to a charity, make a donation to a charity versus person's gift. That, that, that's one I think I could get on board with. Honestly, I could get on board with staggering and I might need to find a reason to do it. And a reason to make it work. You can't, I mean, there's no good scenario when you're dragging granny out of the, out of the wedding because her, her time slot has ended. You're not going to have to drag granny. Granny, granny's going to have to go to sleep. Okay. Like she had her lunch. Now she's sleepy. Go take a nap, granny. I'll see you tomorrow. Oh my God. You're now, are there some people that get to be there the whole time? Your bridal party. Like I want the, I want the all access pass. Like if you're going to do a staggered wedding, I, I want to be able to come whenever. You think you can last the entire day at my wedding? No. Correct. I, I don't think I'm going to last 15 minutes of your wedding. Cause I, I don't like, it's going to be, it's going to be a shit show. You're going to be in the early crowd so that you can make your bedtime. All right, old man. Perfect. That sounds, that sounds great. <laughs> all right. Let's get into the aisle pile. Aisle pile. Let's go. The bridezilla decided that they were going to um, remove some of their guests, which has happened a lot this year. Lots of ways to handle it. We learned from Hoodie that you should not just ignore the person. You should probably tell them what's going on. Um, We learned from Rob in earlier episodes that you should check in with the person that may or may not have uninvited you or disinvited, whatever the word is, because maybe they didn't mean to. You just didn't get the invite. (laughs) And, you know, we should also note that if uh, you've sent an invite and you don't hear back, maybe you should follow up on your end, too. Yeah, that's one. Well, this couple decided they would send out cards and say, sorry, our day actually will not allow us to have everyone. But here is where you can donate to our honeymoon fund. Don't worry. We don't have a registry, but you can donate to the honeymoon right here. I'm not upset by it. And I'll tell you why. First of all, they're upfront about it. Okay. Second of all, it's safety related. I think if I was in, if I was, if I didn't make the cut because they had to cut down to a certain amount of people due to COVID restrictions, but, but they sent a nice note like that. I might throw them, you know, 50, hundred bucks to their, their honeymoon fund. Fine. I, I still wish them Did well. Did you just say I still want $1,500? No, 50 or a hundred. Oh, but also you don't know how many people they are inviting. Like if they, if That's they're not inviting 10, but if they're still having a hundred people and I got cut off after a hundred by, I'm not sending you 
anything. <laughs> nah, that's none of your business. It's always my nah. money is my business. Okay. Give it if I want to. So everybody talking this week about Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde, of course. But okay. I had a hard, a hard time with it because I felt like he was the, I thought this was like the new Brangelina that he had broken up Jason and Olivia Wilde, but maybe the timing was actually innocent, whatever. The reason I bring it up is because he's maybe the officiant of this wedding wearing a robe and slippers. Was this his manager's wedding? Yes. Okay. Or agent or something, right? Something like that. Why is everyone so focused on what Harry Styles wear? That's literally the only thing you focus on with that guy lately. You could focus on his music. I mean, he wants to be the David Bowie type. Like he wants to, he wants to wear the the kind of crazier outfits and things like that. And he's got a he's got a style about him. I say let him let him live, man. But what? So what do we think should be the dress code for an officiant? Well, like, um, can they wear whatever the know, hell they what, want? What, I think so. I mean, like, like look, what what if you had a monk officiating your wedding, right? They're kind of just wear the, like the, right? It's like a, I don't even, it's basically what Harry Styles wore. That's what they wear. They don't wear a hotel robe and slippers. <laughs> kind of. What does a I rabbi wear? Um, I mean, a rabbi wears a suit, but then uh, like some, some kind of robe over it. Yeah. I like our officiant asked us what color or suit or whatever we want him to wear. I was like, I, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> Something that's not going to clash. I don't, I don't I don't know. I mean I mean they're going to be in the wilderness so. Yeah. Clash. Wear overalls. It's it, fine. It, it it needs to look good with bark. Yeah. That that's it really. And no. also Princess Diana's stylist the, the amount of times Princess Diana has come up in the past I don't know 5 months, not necessarily on this podcast but just like in life. I feel like everybody's re-obsessed with her. Now her stylist is talking about how horrified they were when she stepped out for her wedding. Everyone thinks back to that wedding and is like, oh my God, it was uh, the most beautiful thing ever of all time. Stylist was horrified because there were creases all over her dress and she had spilled perfume on it right after or right before walking out. That would Nobody be me, knows that. by the way. I would spill red wine on me. Oh my God. But I feel like nobody knew that. So it's like, why, first of all, why why would the stylist say that at this point? Because, every, again, everybody's obsessed. So it's like, here's the story behind it. Also, what kind of perfume? They said it stained it. So she was carrying it. It was right in the front, which, again, is why I did not get a plain dress. All my friends were like, you should get this plain dress. No. Do you understand how dirty that would be on me after three minutes? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I mean, now people are posting pictures, and you can see the creases and stuff. But I feel like it was such a poofy dress; people people didn't notice. And then, speaking of the perfume, the tip that I found for t- for this week is to splurge on a new scent, a new cologne, a new perfume for the day of the wedding. Do not wear it beforehand, because scent brings up so many memories. So that when you wear it on special occasions later, you'll both have memories of the wedding, huh. which is actually pretty brilliant and cute. I, but I feel like, and, and, and maybe I'm wrong about this, I feel like one time wearing a cologne or a perfume won't trigger those. Like, like I feel like you have to have repeated exposure before I start associating a scent with something. Maybe, you know? but maybe that's where it comes. If you only wear it on special occasions moving forward, then you just keep having yeah, those come back. Then it's the special occasion scent. 
because <laughs> I... It's that you're getting lucky tonight, Seth. <laughs> I realized about a year or two ago that, and I don't know that this happened on purpose, but I think I changed body washes with each boyfriend that I had. So I bought like an old body wash that I used to use that I was like, oh yeah, I used to like it. And the first time I showered, I was like, it was taking me back to that time period. It was weird. So I didn't use it anymore. Yeah. It's like, it's like if I put on like polo sport, like all of a sudden I'd be back in high school or, or like, I think I, I think it was high school that I was wearing it. And it's like, and I'm sure there would be some memories, right? (laughs) Right. All of a sudden you think you're dating whoever you were, or you think you're doing bridges in the marching band. I don't know. (laughs) My God. I can't wait till you do a bridge while you're walking down the aisle or like, or at the end of the aisle. Not going to happen. Except first of all, I'm an old man now. I can't do that. Wow. The truth comes out. Yeah. (laughs) Very sad. Some, some, some days you have to look yourself in the mirror and just admit that you'll never do a full back bend like you were a drum major in the marching band anymore. (laughs) Those faces. that, (sighs) That ship has failed. I'm sorry that you had to come to this realization in life. You also have to come to the realization that you may never play in the NFL. Tough. I thought you were about to come for me in my gymnastics. And I was about to say, as long as I'm drunk, I can do any gymnastics in my head. That's right. (laughs) All right. Next week, we got to get the drama with the rabbi. And don't forget, if you want to join us, we will be having guests join us again. We want to have real brides. I'm assuming that... A lot of people got engaged recently. I want to hear from them. Um, And if people know anybody who is engaged or even newly married, have them listen to our podcast. But hit us up, message us at Three Weddings Pod. Anything else you guys want to add? No, not really. (laughs) Where can people find your very deep thoughts for the rest of the week? Uh, you can find me at Rob Cruz, R-O-B-K-R-U-Z. Oh, my deep Andrew. thoughts are, are at, at Andrew Hoodie. <laughs> and I'm at Love Elizabethany. Everybody have a great Look, start to the new practice, year. But we'll, what? Yeah, we'll get it back. We're a little out of practice, but we'll get this back. Yeah, it, it'll, it'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.